0: The top stars from Hollywood and from all over the world who will entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us.
1: They're driving theater.
0: You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It is pleased to bring you our Fifi feature Presentation. what's up everybody welcome welcome back it's another day it's another monday it's eight o'clock central standard time on this lovely march 6th this is the this this is the first show of march yeah yes. it is this is the first show of march welcome to march everyone pisces season you're tuned into the drive-in speaker box i am your host bo the boom operator i'm
1: slick doggy the grip for the
0: next hour we're going to be talking to you about movies we're going to be reviewing movies we're going to give you box office reports We're going to tell you what's coming out in theaters this weekend we're going to tell you what's theaters last weekend we're going to tell you about people that died we're going to talk about people whose careers are born we're going to be talking about all kinds Up of crazy and comers. up-and-comers all the fun stuff right here on the drive-in speaker box. So tell your friends, like, subscribe, share, whatever. If you want to just get the audio version of this, or maybe that's what you're doing right now, you can download the podcast wherever it is you get your podcast. But if you want to participate in this chat, look at this freaking Twitch chat. It's been going crazy because we do a pre-roll show um, for all of our Twitch subscribers there earlier before eight o'clock. And you can subscribe right there on our Twitch channel or our other live streamers the uh, the youtube and the and the Facebooks. so youtube is handy everyone's like why do you always do all three because you know everybody's youtube archives youtube archives really really well and everybody's like grandparents and stuff are on facebook so um facebook is the weakest link but you know we're already doing it so whatever but uh but thanks for joining us we have already been talking in the chat uh hello vendrassi 878 over on youtube hello mclean over on youtube joining us just now we got lots of people already um participating in the twitch uh and we 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 just we just did some new badges and emotes and challenges for our subscribers over on twitch which is a lot of fun so you can get in on the uh the fun there but um but, yeah, what movie did you see this week? Let's give them a little preview of what we're going to be talking about.
1: Watch Creed 3. I don't know what that was. <laughs> was I a was little, trying to be exciting. So some punching guys. Excite. Yeah. There's um, not enough room with the mics and the things and to, the to have like a... Boom,
0: boom, 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 boom. Yeah,
1: yeah I watched uh, Got the this, popcorn this, bucket. this movie. Boom
0: um yeah we got the we got the popcorn tin right here we're gonna be talking about that later in the show um also i went and saw uh operation fortune uh ruse de guerre so we're gonna be talking about that new guy ritchie film uh later in the program as well that'll be in the second half hour so um buckle up for that but what we do now is we this is this is what we do we talk about news and info, then we talk about what's coming out in theaters this weekend, then we review some movies, then we give you the box office roundup, and then we kinda ramble in and all between. So if you're not mm. familiar with the format, that's how it goes. And um let's let's talk about some some news. You want to start with the sad stuff? Go for it. You start with the sad stuff.
1: I don't have sad stuff. You don't stuff. have sad no, stuff? This I I neglected to pay attention to the sad stuff this past Nobody week. died? There is Tom Sizemore died. Well, what do you mean? Where? Well, no, I mean, I guess you're like,
0: yeah, serves him right. No, he's no, always no. a bad guy in the movies. No,
1: not at all. But I mean, it was something that uh, I, I guess I, it, I forgot about it. I read about it many times. But he's he's had his drug addictions for decades. He really and, has. Um, uh, he's been a problem for like a, a, a long time, uh, and it, it just one. Of, it was one of those things where like. Oh, he's in hospice and or or hospital and all this stuff, and he's not gonna really make it. And uh, it it
0: lay out the smack, Tom.
1: It wasn't one of those things where like the family announced it later on. And you're like, what? That dude was sick or whatever. It, it yeah. was one of those things where it, it he, he had was, been in bad health for a long time. He was pushing the envelope. Um, but I I mean that said I, that does suck, and I I, I did forget about
0: an it. incredible career though. This guy, any kind of like mobster movie or movie where there was ne'er-do-wells that need a bit of you know some some th- some noggins thumped there was always tom sizemore somewhere in there he he always played some sort of you know hard-boiled dirty cop or rough and tumble mafia guy or just son of a bitch well, and, no, i mean he was in saving private ryan though too but he was he was kind of a rough and tumble son of a bitch in that it wasn't like he was the, the guy that picked flowers and was like, I gosh, don't believe in guns, but I didn't want to be a draft dodger. No, it was Tom Sizemore. Uh being like, I'm gonna shoot some bad guys because I like guns and killing people. Um but yeah, you know, um he he was in he was in a ton of movies, an absolute ton of movies. Um, let's see. GTA Vice City, uh, as Velvet Santa says on on Twitch, was was sick, starring Ray Liotta and Tom Sizemore. Speaking of Ray Liotta, who was in uh, Cocaine Bear, which we talked about on a previous episode, um, and uh, yeah, so sad day. Uh, we 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 lost to Tom Sizemore. So uh, big 1990s tough guy guys, and um, end of end of a career. Uh, that was that was the sad news. Oh. I mean. I had some other sad news, like uh, Disney is resurrecting the Haunted Mansion yet again to make another feature-length film out of. I saw
1: that. Yeah, that was where my sad news is, is just what they're doing to movies.
0: It's like, okay, we've got, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl came out the same year that the Eddie Murphy um Haunted Mansion uh film came out. It was like both came out in 20 uh 2003. And like 20 oh, so we're, so are we're 20 years since the last attempt at making this. And I think that maybe Disney figured out like wait a minute, we've learned our lesson. Jungle Cruise was somehow financially viable because the rock. I mean, let's just be real. That's that's what made people go see Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And uh they're like, "Well, we can do we do we create new rides" And destroy legacy and piss <laughs> off like generations of people, or do we make some sort of new movie that people actually give a shit about, so people will be interested in these old rides again? And
1: I mean, I don't know. Velvet Santa has a great idea here, Space Mountain uh, with Rick Flair. You know, the Did, thing about it is, it's the oldest ride, but it has the longest line. I thought they were getting rid of Space Mountain.
0: Like there was a there was, there's a Tron Clare. coaster. The, the i can't remember it's like another indoor coaster it just blast
1: um, daft punk at you until your local I guess i had fun
0: pretty much yeah uh it's like a light light bike uh coaster where you're like you know sitting on a that thing.
1: would be sick
0: well that's what it is um until I,
1: the tank comes at you and you unavoid but that's two different that's two different games no it's not
0: there's the there's the light the bike game yeah and then there's the tank game but the, there's the disc
1: game in the neutron they had, like, the tank in the light bike thing, right? And it could cut off the 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 bikes. They had to go around them I'm, and all that? I'm just thinking OG Tron because uh. it was just – it was just nibbles. That's all it was,
0: was, you know, drawing lines and don't well, intersect.
1: So uh, uh, Vince got into one of my bits of, of uh, sad news that I was going to talk about, um, which is the
0: um, – uh, uh, Haunted Mansion?
1: No – The Roadhouse reboot. Oh, with Jake Gyllenhaal being a UFC
0: MMA fighter. So
1: he's playing a character named Elwood Dalton. So is he the the son son or nephew? Nephew is very popular in movies. Yeah. So he's somehow related to James Dalton from the first movie. And instead of being a Tai Chi cooler because james dalton's whole thing was he was a cooler he wasn't a bouncer he wasn't a badass or anything like that he's like me he was a cooler he would come no no (laughs) he he would walk into a situation and he would calm it down right that was his whole thing which is like why when the chick gets on the table because the bad guys put her there and she's kicking everything all the dudes are like can we can we take her down and dalton's like just just waited out and then he walks up and he calmly holds his hand to her and lets her down and everything like he's a cooler he calms the situation th- but as soon as they act it, up you realize he whoops a dumb ass
0: you actually realize that you never come to pinpoint enough to see me actually do that shit like that
1: be the cooler that is
0: what I do on bro, a daily basis
1: I'm I'm a bouncer bro right not a cooler no but and I am a cooler that's how I got the job where I'm at now cause like, is that, hey, is that are, why
0: you keep your hair up because no. you're a cooler.
1: You know who else kept their hair back? Wade.
0: No, he tied it when he was about to do karate kicking. Exactly. But he left it down all the, the, all the rest of
1: the time. Yeah, but then he he would he would run his fingers through it, and then he would pull it back in that little ponytail because it was time to whoop someone's dumb ass.
0: Oh, uh, Dina actually, yeah, there was a video that got posted on Facebook the other day where I was cooling a sitch at the door oh, where my that? bouncer was like, listen up, lady. And she's like, rawr, rawr. and I come over there, and I'm like, hey, guys this is how it's actually going to be yeah well you've seen gtfo
1: you've seen me in action doggy but uh yeah so jake Hall, he's like an mma fighter and right now the uh suspected storyline because of where the other the rest of the filming is taking place
0: we're literally roadhouse do you realize this what i'm wade and
1: you're dalton yes sick dude i'm okay with that actually all right yeah wade rules um till he gets stabbed to death which sucks uh <laughs> well hey them's the breaks <laughs> that the breaks that's the that's the part about being uh a sam elliott and and just the tops of cool uh, but, Would have been know, a lot cooler if he did. Uh, <laughs> but so in, in the original movie, they had Terry Funk, WWE star, you know, professional wrestler. And this one, they have some UFC guy who I don't know the name of, but Jake Gyllenhaal beats him, <laughs> the TF up, you know. And uh, the, the idea here is people think that what happens is he's going to savagely beat this guy in the ring, uh, not be able to MMA anymore. And then he moves to the Florida Keys to be, you know. Roadhouse. Well so we'll see how it goes. But but the, the, the point of it being don't remake Roadhouse. Mm-mm. Don't do that. You know what though? In in the in the band of, of remakes, this was also in the news here. Uh Radio Silence, the team that brought the new Scream to the to the uh big screen. Uh in the in the next one, Scream Six, right? That's coming out? Yes. They are the ones doing Escape from New York. What? And here's the thing, though. They're being pretty cool about this because they go, Escape from New York is untouchable. It's a cult classic, and we will not be remaking it. Trying to remake that movie is a mistake, and no one should do it. This is
0: correct. Yes, correct.
1: So they said what they're going to do is exactly what they did with Scream. They're going to do a, what did they call it, a requel. So... It's a reboot of the series but a sequel to the original so they're gonna take the things that okay. they liked from the original like escape from New York and escape from LA okay and they're gonna transfer kind of like they did with the thing they're gonna transfer it over to the new one not not the thing because the thing was a prequel right but this is a requel no P and and so it's a sequel reboot okay. Chances are, Snake Plissken there was will another, be there. There was a
0: movie we watched not too long ago, or I watched not too long ago, that was was this too. It was like, fast forward, or kind of like Ash versus Evil Dead. Like, that's, you know, that works all right. Yeah,
1: so, so the whole thing, they're going to make a sequel to it, because they're, they're going to take elements of the ones you've seen before and bring it into it so that you have that familiarity, but they're like, we, we are not going to remake Escape from New York, which... You can't. You can't. You, uh, you absolutely can't. There if, is only one snake plissken, and they need to have him in this. And I'm sure, I... I Kurt Russell. Please. Wait.
0: What's the? Okay. I wasn't sure where you were going with it, but then you did it. Oh God! It's it so. Dude, it's the cool. best.
1: Okay, and you have to have. You have to have the John Carpenter music.
0: Pow, pow,
1: Escape from New York is the best example of it's John Carpenter good. music. Like, it is. You you can't top it. It's oh, the so Duke good. Duke of New York. Uh, dude, the Duke of New York, A number one. Everything about Escape from New York is the titties. It's so good. And that's why they're like, there's not a chance that we'll even attempt to remake this. We're going to make this sequel. So... That's the way that you're supposed to do this, people. Is when people are like, "We heard you're taking over this series," and they're like, "No, no, no, we're gonna make a sequel," and we're because we love it.
0: It's called passion.
1: I think I have a Snake
0: pluskin eye patch somewhere you back do. here. It's it's. Oh, it was hanging up. Yeah, it was hanging up. It's down there somewhere. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so good! Yeah, every, and this is the MIDI version, so it's not going to flag. Yeah, me.
1: everything John Carpenter music in that movie is sick, and I get so stoked watching Escape from New York. Actually, um, the the action card game that we were sent in, I've played that watching Escape from New York with my family. Oh, And so Escape good. from New York's a good movie for that. Vince sent us that one, mm-hmm. right? And there's there's no movie better than Tango and Cash for that game well it's just
0: hard stop there's no movie better than tango and cash
1: <laughs> i don't know if empire strikes back exists mm. but
0: tango and cash anyway anyway but, kurt but anyhow, russell getting off of that is Bice motorbike new york. is that not yeah. even allowed Are republicans banned that movie because it had kurt russell and drag getting off of that motorcycle being like oh wait, tango, tango and cash, cash. <laughs> i'm
1: sitting here thinking like escape from new york but then no you're talking about when uh uh, what's her name? Lois Lane. Yeah. Uh, uh, Terry. Terry Hatcher. Hatcher, yeah. Yeah, she gets on the back, yeah. Because uh, she's like, oh, it's my bike. And, and pulls off the helmet and like, yeah, it's yeah. my bike. Yeah, Get
0: on, baby. And it's Kurt Russell in drag. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a great scene. That's how he
1: has to get out of the club to sneak by. Yeah. But uh, in other news about um, continuations or reboots and, and what have you, Ninja Turtles. Yeah
0: yes this y- okay. is
1: uh, a way to not do it yet again another example of, of not doing this Roadhouse is yet to be seen uh, Escape from New York sounds like it's the right way and this is the wrong way uh, it's nothing but have you their- watched the trailer yes okay I watched it earlier today it's nothing but pure comedy right right which is not how turtles should be. Well, and the thing, you know, everybody's like, they're
0: finally making teenage voices. And it's like, no, these sound like seven-year-olds.
1: Okay, so go go to IMDb and look at it. They are like seven years old. They're not teenagers. Teenagers. They're... Teenagers have hit puberty. These are tweeners, like, man. They're... Tweeners. Yeah. Like, like I mean, you
0: cannot, re- uh, like, Donatello is so perfectly cast as uh, Corey Feldman. Like, oh, yeah. He, Corey Feldman's voice lives rent-free in my head as Donatello for the rest of my life. Original
1: live-action Ninja Turtles is Ninja Turtles. It's so good. But in this new one. It's so good. The, if you look at it, the advertised cast is not the children, which they're not teenagers, they no. are children. They're being
0: like, yo, Seth Rogen's in it, John Cena's in it, Jackie Chan's in it, exactly. Paul Rudd is in it, Hannibal Buress is in it, so Ice they, Cube is in it. They named
1: all the villains. Yeah. Every villain. Post in, Malone is in it. And Splinter. Yeah. And Splinter is Jackie Chan, which I have so many feelings about that, and I don't know if it's okay for me to verbally express them, but I'm going to do it right now anyhow. Splinter and the whole thing about Ninja Turtles... Ninja Turtles is a Japanese thing Ninja Orokosaki Jackie Chan is not a Japanese man He is Jackie Chan from China And making Splinter Jackie Chan While it's cool And I love Jackie Chan And I like Splinter Doesn't fit It's kind of weird We'll let woke people. Hey, but at least it's not a white guy. Take you know? that one. Oh
0: golly, don't cancel. But, them. Yeah,
1: so Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko. Um,
0: Wait, Mondo Gecko is in this. Yeah, Jean- I didn't read who they were. I just saw that they're attached. I have more. Okay,
1: Giancarlo Esposito is Baxter Stockman, which makes no sense to me. <sighs> okay, Rose Byrne is Leatherhead. Leatherheads in this. Yeah. So the crocodile, Seth Rogen is Bebop, and John Cena's Rocksteady. Those are the two that make sense. That
0: would be, those are. A, and who, Seth Rogen apparently John is the, Cena, the
1: producer though. of this, this. Rocksteady. Okay, Rocksteady.
0: Yeah. Or I meant that, but which one
1: is he? He's. Seth Rogen's Bebop. Bebop, okay. John Cena's Rocksteady. John, okay, that That's makes sense. That's why it makes sense. Uh, Ice Cube is Superfly. Okay. And then Maya Rudolph is one of the Ootroms. She's Cynthia Ootrom. So she's a Krang. That
0: might be okay. She could probably pull that off. Maya Rudolph has
1: this habit of of being Maya Rudolph in everything. everything.
0: Velvet Santa on Twitch asks something really great. Are the neutrinos in it? Not that I know of. Because when the neutrinos came out with that flying freaking Cadillac car, that was pretty cool.
1: But check this. You know who Hannibal Barres is? God, I don't even know. Genghis Frog. So they're going full on the entire spectrum. Expanded toy art. Of TMNT. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, okay. Okay, guys. Way too much star power. It's going to overshadow and everything about the the turtles is that they're not teenagers; they're children. And the whole trailer is them just doing stupid antics, like throwing, like uh, uh, tossing, Playing throwing knives ninja. at each other's heads. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the South Park episode where they get ninja weapons, but it's Ninja Turtles instead. It it looks god awful. I. I love Ninja Turtles. I went and watched original Turtles in the theater when they did the oh, anniversary show so good. long ago.
0: It's so good.
1: I have my entire life associated myself with Michelangelo. My favorite color is orange. I love everything about Turtles. I was a Turtle for Halloween. I got Turtles for every birthday and Christmas. I was a Donatello I, kid. Yeah, man. I mean... And this is not, Nickelodeon has continued to morph Turtles into a thing that is further and further away from what Turtles are. And and this is the furthest one yet, save for the Michael Bay movie. Yeah, I, I, I really don't like anything about it. Uh, well, whatsoever. I mean,
0: everybody's trying to capture on the end of the Spider Verse sort of success and popularity. Hey, Ghost, hey, thanks thanks for the follow, Ghost on Twitch, um, and which which leads me to my last bit of kind of cool news that I wanted to get to. Um, that and and it's not it's not confirmed, but WB trying to make an answer to the Spider Verse is in talks about doing an animated Batman Beyond movie, which... that Another one, well,
1: because Return of the Joker is... Is pretty awesome. ...one of the best ones. It is so good, but how do you do it without Batman? I don't know. Because well, Kevin Conroy has left us, and you don't have Bruce Wayne. You don't Wayne. have Bruce Wayne. And Get Clint Eastwood to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Sign him up. Dude, you know I want Clint Eastwood as old man Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne. But,
0: you know, DC films, they're going over a monstrous reconstruction right now. And James Gunn and Peter Safran are now kind of running the show at DC Studios right now. They
1: don't have Will Friedle continue to be friggin' Batman Beyond. Because Will Friedle is Terry McGinnis. Kevin Conroy is Batman. Yes. But more so, Will Friedle is Terry McGinnis. He's agreed. the original. He's no one so else good. has ever been Terry McGinnis. Will Friedle it would be great. Has to be. And if Dietrich Bader is a perfect. If,
0: if this gets
1: off the ground,
0: I mean this could be really cool because like they have an animated IP.
1: You're talking like that, a big movie release. A
0: big movie like an Into the Spider-Verse style in the theaters. In the theaters because I mean you think about the background, you think about the world of Batman Beyond, it is so perfect for that sort of loud very vibrant very colorful animated um you know kind of edgy for the new hip teens and tweens that i mean it's perfect that's
1: so not shway it's not shway this movie it's not shway has got to be shway it has to be shway and it probably won't be but the fact that they're
0: even considering it doing it animated means that they go it's live action may not be achievable right now because it's just batman beyond is so far futuristic and visually like challenging that i oh they do it because mm, dc animated is already kind of badass but if they did a a little more badass in there DC i think it would animated be animated
1: cool. is it is, badass. it is badass
0: so i thought that was cool news and um i was going to share it with you uh And do you have any other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Well,
1: talking about things to recapture old magic from 20 years ago, um, the WB coming out and and continuing with Warner Brothers here, uh, WB uh, and their plans to release more Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies. uh, We finally got uh, something from Amazon. Um, The head of Amazon Studios, uh, Jennifer Salk, she uh she finally responded to that news and she said she's not worried about it. Uh, she's sure that the ring of the rings of power have such a strong fan base with support uh, that it can keep going oh, on that. for a long time. It's like so you're taking Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and and, and putting it up against the Amazon's Lord of the Rings, which is uh Blatantly announced that they have no regard for the source material, and all they're doing is borrowing the names and imagery and using it for their own storytelling and means. And then you're putting it up against WB, who's like, Hey, we're going to do source material. I feel like, well, and here's
0: and it, 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 this is just a hypothesis because I've been in these boardroom meetings, I've talked to these kind of producer guys. And when they say, like, we've got, there's a huge fandom around it, they're just looking at a spreadsheet that says it got watched this many times. Just because something got a view doesn't mean that there's a fandom around it. You know what I mean? It means a lot of people watched it because they were fucking bored, and yeah. it was on everything. I was like, oh, well, everybody says I should watch this, so watch I've this. I've
1: already paid for Amazon Prime, uh, Prime so this May is basically well. free, and I do like Lord of the Rings, and they just sit there and judge it. There's nobody it, getting, like, rings they, of
0: power tattoos and having rings of power, like weddings. and I know at least two so people. Weird. That
1: have uh, the uh, the One Ring tattoo. Oh yeah, I know uh, yeah.
0: several of them, and 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 that's all because they were such fans of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because the, they were you know that turned them into fans of the book, and then they became fans of the book, and then they became super fans. No one's watching this
1: rings of power crap and losing their mind and becoming fans. They just
0: it's just got a lot of views. So, so as long
1: as WB stays the path and they they stick with books and they do what are in the books and decide not. To do what the Hobbit movies did, and not to do what Amazon has um, just outright declared that they don't give a shit about what they're doing, but they stay with the Tolkien books, who that that have survived for nearly a hundred years. You got a winner. You got a big winner, and Amazon's will will sink and and be just forgotten to the to the uh, paths and strings of time and no one will ever remember that I was, crap. I was
0: hoping that you would throw in a Lord of the Rings reference, like oh. forgotten, like the annals of Mildoratha or some shit. I no, don't know.
1: I'm not a big. Are you not? Nerd like are you? That. Are you not? Hey, but talking about Lord of the Rings, check this out. One thing I'm are very you not? Excited uh, about. No, no, no. Hold up a second. Let's go back
0: and, and and revisit the statement that you said that you're not a big Lord of the Rings like guy. You, you, I didn't say I'm not
1: a big Lord of the Rings guy. You I'm like, not, recite. Like,
0: Bloodlines on this show.
1: <laughs> I said I'm not a big enough nerd to hit like a like a core book reference okay. type of thing?
0: You're like, except for in like the third metric hex of the Voldron Eye, and you're just like,
1: <laughs> Bits. not a big uh, uh, nerd. That's what I was looking for. Uh-huh. Hey, but talking about Lord of the Rings, uh, this April coming finally twentieth uh, anniversary of. Return of the King extended version hitting the theaters in April. 17
0: so. hours in the theater extended release. Well,
1: it's not as long when you're sitting there, man. It's really no, not it, that it long. It goes really fast. Everyone acts like it's so long. I've watched all 3 in a row extended Blu-rays at home and I'm Went like pretty good. Oh, it's over already? Yeah. Uh and I've watched Fellowship in the Theater. We were not given Two Towers anywhere locally here and I was I remember extremely that. I remember upset. That. Yeah. That like we sucked. didn't get the movie Covid and Screw You and I was like I hate you people so much. And uh, and then uh but Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, extended edition, will be in the theaters in April. I hope that we get it here so that I can at least have seen it. Um, I'm excited about that.
0: Anything else you got on your news before we start dropping those new releases?
1: Yeah, a couple of trailers. Uh, The trailer for Citadel came out. Did you see that? I did not. Uh, It's like the new Amazon series. They put $185 million into it. Uh, they're hoping this oh, yeah. it's a, it's I done by the it. russo brothers mm-hmm. and it's to spawn some sort of like spy action adventure universe it has um the dude that played the oldest of the stark brothers uh richard something or another and it has um uh, uh, one of the jonas brothers wives chopra uh whatever whatever her name is it looks like a mr and mrs smith type Situation, I don't. I, I don't know. It's kind of like that movie with the kid from Maze Runner, where Michael Keaton trains him to shoot people, mixed with Mister and Mrs. Smith. It's supposed to be a series. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I mean, they've done cool things, like the uh, the Jack Reacher series is sick. It you is know? pretty sick. Uh, I need that season two. Already. I am. I
0: am waiting for that season two as well.
1: But we'll, we'll see where this one goes.
0: Okay, well, it's time of the show. It's 8:30. It is time to tell you what is coming out in theaters this week because movies come out every weekend, right? So we're going to tell you what is coming out in theaters this weekend so you can bu- book your tickets in advance or whatever. Oh, oh, did I show you this? Um here before we before like let me just let me just whip it out for you guys. Hang on. Uh no, check this out. Like um I got the new the new new in the, in the mail, check this out. Hang on, let me take this off. We're, focus, can you see it? Boom, I got my new movie pass right Now there. show them the backside. Yeah, no thanks. Um, it's weird, like the terms and conditions on the new movie pass, it like reads a lot like a credit card. And it says you have like a $5,000 balance. I'm like, how much of this can I spend? And like put them out of business again. But... Um, <laughs> But the like old you one did the first time. Here, Jake, can you reach that one right there? That's that's my old movie pass card. I found it. So yeah, they went from they went from um red to um to now black. So you know, I've got the I've got the new movie pass. We'll see how that goes. And uh, anyway, anyway,
1: that one's still good for another year I know. and a half. <laughs> know <laughs> my old one says then so expired at
0: 824 I need to I need to check it out and see if it works but um anyway so movies that are coming out this this weekend we've got um, three big ones well not Two big ones and a, and a small one. The small one that's probably not going to get a nationwide release, maybe maybe a limited to expanded release, is uh, Champions. And it is a uh, film with uh, Woody Harrelson. It's directed by Bobby Farrelly. It's about a former minor league base, uh, basketball cor- coach ordered by the court to manage a team of players with intellectual disabilities. And uh, he kind of re- realizes, despite his doubts, that the team can go further than they've ever imagined.
1: So it's like... Uh Mighty Ducks meets The Ringer.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah. But uh, looks good. Looks feel good.
0: Um, it'll probably not come to a theater near you, but it might come nearby. Uh, the two the two movies that are going to... That,
1: that looks like the one that I want to watch.
0: It does look pretty good, yeah. Uh, the two movies that are going to be playing absolutely nationwide first up 65 which is the new uh movie from writer director duo scott beck and brian woods of course starring adam driver uh it's about an astronaut crash landing on a mysterious planet only to discover because they spoiled it in the trailer that it's earth 65 million years ago so it's future faces dinosaurs so it's jurassic park with planet of the apes planet yeah jurassic park's planet of the apes so um I'm pretty sure that that's what the pitch meeting was. They go, okay, dudes, Planet of the Apes, Jurassic Park. And then mm-hmm. they were like, and they just gave him a blank check, and they go, there you go. Um, they
1: did the James Cameron thing, walked up to the whiteboard, <laughs> just wrote, like, the- And a plus sign. Planet of the Apes plus Jurassic Park, and then they just go.
0: Yeah. The What's the the black guy that does the memes where he just goes-
1: Oh. Um, yeah, what's his name? Colby lame. Yeah.
0: He just pointed to it and it was done. Uh, and I mean, it's yeah, Adam Driver. hilarious. So I kind of want to see it because I do like Adam Driver and he's, you know, he's just fun to watch. I don't know. He's just likable. He's likable on screen.
1: Adam Driver is a, a fantastic actor outside of Star Wars where he was given terrible direction. Uh, but he just is, seems
0: like a fantastic dude to hang out with. And I think probably that that's, yeah,
1: and that's why. He was a Marine. He was, yeah. And, uh, he like can cool do guy. everything. He can go from being in girls to doing SNL to taking terrible direction in Star Wars to being in that movie, the zombie um,
0: movie that was directed by um, um, oh, uh, Jim Jarmusch. Uh, oh, I, I wasn't even remember. thinking
1: about that. I was thinking of the one um, where him and Daniel Craig and Channing Tatum were like the uh, oh tried to rob the yeah that was NASCAR that was, or whatever.
0: Um, uh, Logan Lucky Yeah that movie Yeah that was a Steven Soderbergh movie
1: and, and he's in that movie With the meme Where he punches the wall Because him and Scarlett Johansson Are getting divorced Or whatever He can do it all
0: Yeah but he's Oh a,
1: and he was in uh,
0: Don Quixote he, Oh yes he was In the Terry Gilliam's uh, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote Which is great It's so good uh, Ghost but, 971 says At least there won't be Any booing in the theater Because he's maskless so uh, everybody likes a mask. He's a future man. He's a future Adam Driver, but with no mask. I wonder if he has a laser sword. Um, but that's right. coming out in theaters this week and also coming out in theaters it looks this week.
1: to me, though. It looks, I, I like dinosaurs. I like yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, you'll probably
0: like it. It's Adam Driver versus the dinosaurs.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a jump scare movie. I don't know that I'll watch it no it's
0: not It the trailer's a jump scare movie I don't think the movie's gonna be a jump scare movie by that by that line of reasoning I did like Jurassic, Jurassic Park 2, the, first the lost a world one no, is a jump scare movie
1: not the first one no it one. it only has it
0: one. has the hand coming down that's it that's has the, the eyeball coming down that's it has no the snot coming out what? it has the Raptors in the kitchen being like tick, 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 bam and then getting on the glass and well, she's not.
1: like ah! It's not a. It's no jump scare. The the arm is it. The Lost World has jump scares. You'll have to
0: hold on to your butts just as much in Jurassic Park than sixty five. I think so. But the other movie speaking of jump scare movies this is literally a jump scare movie and it is scream six scream six coming out in theaters with courtney cox jenna ortega who's everywhere as as the new captain creepy um thanks to her performance in uh, wednesday
1: wasn't she in the last one too
0: yes she was um so you know we're getting we're getting a a continued story of of um, uh, the scream guy so, there you go. I mean, more more, Ghostface stabbing folks. Um, but this yeah. time in New York. You yeah. know, it's funny because, like, Jason Voorhees, like, I wonder if you, like, how many sequels did it take before Jason Voorhees ended up in Manhattan? And it's like, do all, like, monster movie people end up in Manhattan at some point? Like... Chucky like wound it's up like in Manhattan. Cr- Crowley <laughs> in, in, Manhattan. in Manhattan.
1: Or like uh, uh uh what is it? The Valentine's Day killer from the mine. Oh um the,
0: well yeah it's the the uh, my bloody Valentine miner guy. Yeah well, he in, just in, shows up in, in New York. New, he comes out of like a subway tube, and uh, just with the pickaxe. Anyway, um night Alex she says marriage story. God I had to go look that up. Watch that Jake and said it was good. Yeah that was the one where
1: so. he punches the wall.
0: Uh, but Scream Six, you know, it feels like it was just the other day that the last Scream came out, and uh, and and the guy, the 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 kid that was in it, he he came to pinpoint uh, for our Halloween, and a, and a, I remember yeah, that. it was weird having a guy from Scream, and
1: it was the other day because I'm, it was like what six months ago the last one. I know it was not one. that
0: long, and here we are. It's another one. It's it's a whole new a whole new time for for Scream, but
1: you know, it's a good horror slasher movie with Jenna Ortega in it. The that. Sitter 2. I haven't thought about the Sitter movie. Well, the Sitter was good. I like yeah. the first one. The second one? I mean, it's, it's I don't fun. think I saw the second one. It's the one with Jenna Ortega, and they're at the river, and the, the kid from the first one's grown up. I did not watch that one. And he wants that to do one. some smooching on Jenna Ortega. Who it doesn't? Turns out she was the girl that the girl used to babysit before the boy from the first movie, and they're interlinked, and she's trying to sacrifice both of them on the riverbank. Because now they're teens that drink.
0: Whoa. It's it's actually. It's teens fun. that drink are always the first ones to get murdered. Yeah. Just well, so next
1: know. to the ones that, you know.
0: Speaking of teens drinking, I had a deal with, yeah, teens. Teens. Teens that touch. Touching teens. <laughs> t- teen peens. Uh, <laughs> get Not, out of here, not a good time. Um, but, dude, it was Mom's Weekend this weekend in Northwest Arkansas because we have a university that's right over there. And there was so many people. We took so many uh, fake IDs that parents were like, hey, can I get that back? And come on, get, just raise your children correctly. Don't give them fake IDs.
1: Oh, Texas Moms, yeah. Oh, they're the worst.
0: Uh, but those are the movies that are coming out in theaters this weekend. You can check them out. You can probably buy your tickets now if you want to go ahead and reserve those sweet seats. Um, yeah that's what you can do all right well um now that we got that out of the way let's talk to you about some movies that are already in theaters that we saw we saw the two we saw the two films that came out in theaters last week we're going to tell you about them right now and uh i'm going to let jake uh jump in and talk about punchy magoo the third one and then I'll come in and talk to you about Operation Fortune. So. Cool.
1: Yeah. I Actually, I was hoping I'd get to go first here because there's not really much to talk about in this movie. It is a continuation of the Creed series separating itself, unfortunately, from uh, Rocky series. Uh, and that's one of those things. Um, yeah. Thanks, Vince. I wore my Mighty Mix just for this. Yeah. Uh, But, um, unfortunately, there's no Mighty Mix. There's no Rocky. There's no anything in this movie. Michael B. Jordan has done interviews, and he said that uh, Creed is good enough to stand without Rocky, and that's the reason that Rocky's not there. That's his political way of saying... Uh, Stallone is the creator and the rights holder to everything about Rocky. Everything in him and the producers are famously uh, right now not getting along on the internet. Um, so no Rocky in this because Stallone was like, I'm done. I'm stepping away from my own Yeah, hey, I'm
0: done with this. I'm done in it towel.
1: Well, and, and, and unfortunately, it kind of shows in this because uh, as much as this movie tries to have some sort of em- emotional struggle or anything to it, it all happens so fast that there's not really anything there. And the only thing they do to create this emotional connection to the movie is boxing. No, is that Adonis has a, a deaf daughter uh, and he's a dad. And the movie takes place three years after he had his last boxing match. And he's decided he's retired from boxing, even though he's young and he manages a, a boxing gym with his, uh, boxing coach. Uh, and they coach the, the next generation of boxers. um, and he's grooming this guy, who's become the champion, um, and he's uh, becoming like a Don King type character. <laughs> one more jab, yeah. One more jab, and um, that's good. Uh, he's he's more of a promoter and a and celebrity. So there's there's elements of different Rocky movies in this. It has elements of Rocky one that they make sure that you notice. Well, if Apollo could give a bum a shot why can't you give me one and they never say rocky rocky is mentioned exactly one time in the entire movie they say the name rocky once and it's about Aww. three quarters of the way in that's sad and rocky music they they hits bum, ba, ba,
0: ba, 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 ba. nope don't get not that,
1: that rocky music hits exactly only one time in this movie so don't expect
0: hearts on fire no it's, not, it's none.
1: it's not a good one damn don't expect anything rocky out of this movie. Living in America. No. Wow. Nope. I said none of the good ones uh-huh. and that is the top of the good list. Okay. Um, though I was in somewhere in public and they blasted that the other day and I was like, hey. Yeah. Uh, you've been there when I did that at karaoke uh, oh, yeah. saying Living in America. And you're like, I didn't realize how few of these words I actually know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. Because we it, all know the, the... Living in America. Ay!
1: And then you're like, good. some other stuff. Yeah. And wait till the part that we know.
0: And living in... A-.
1: Yeah, that's well, kind it But it was on the screen for me, so it worked. It was fine. I did good James Brown. don't matter. Uh, but the point of the movie is his buddy gets out of prison. It turns out he has a, a storied childhood that you were never aware of, but now it all dredges up and he's never told anyone, not even his beloved wife of of however many years now. Of course. Uh, and she's like, why well, you never talked about this? And he's like, well, I was. Because they a, didn't write it until last week. I was yeah. a kid in a group home and, and me and him were like, like brothers, but then. You know, my mom hid letters from him and now he's the bad guy. Uh, But he acts like the good guy to get in close. Um, And he's basically kind of like a Clubber Lang that doesn't work for it. Rocky III worked because Clubber Lang, you see his rise from bottom to top. You know, there's the montage there, the Rocky montage, uh, and then and then he thumps Rocky, and Rocky has to climb up from the bottom again. Uh, this is Michael B. Jordan is like, hey man, not cool, and he goes, so what? And then he goes on ESPN and goes, I challenge you, and he goes, it's on, and that's how the movie happens. And then they box. And then they box, and 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 that's it. So while it carries on the uh, Rocky name it, it does nothing for the, the Rocky anthology or history or story or carry the same weight to it because I've watched every Rocky movie I, I absolutely love Rocky series except for five we pretend like five's not a thing and I've liked Creed one and, and I'm okay with Creed two and this one's just a further step away and it doesn't feel like a rocky movie i, I went and watched rocky 4 last year when it was in the theater mm. and and i i i took someone with me and and she was experiencing it for the first time cuz we watched rocky 1 2 II, and 3 and i was like you're going to watch 4 in the theater and it gave away like the big thing about Apollo dying in the pre-show. And she and I walked back in from the bathroom and she goes, Apollo dies. And I was <laughs> like, like oh. no, you were supposed to experience it in the theater for the very first time. Oops. Uh, so all of the Rocky movies, even five with Tommy Gunn, had some sort of way of impacting you as a person and making you feel the emotional weight of it, whether it's. That Rocky is a nobody and he's a genuine person and he has a heart of gold and he rises up and he's there to fight Apollo Creed, the top of the world. The cocky son of a bitch that is on the top of the world. But he invites Rocky, who's a nobody, to fight. And Rocky holds his own. And even though he loses, he gains the respect of the world. And then Rocky two, where he comes back and he defeats Apollo. And then Rocky three, where Clubber Lang knocks him down yeah, but a notch. we talking about Creed. And Creed is not the same. It doesn't have the emotional weight. Yeah. It doesn't have the the, it's just the a, a, entertainment value. To beat them up, boxers, guys. And all it feels like is you're watching elements of Rocky one, of Rocky three, and of Rocky four. Yeah, trying to just pick in, and choose thrown into a movie, and, and it might be because Rocky set the standard. It set the gold standard for what a sports film. is should be especially boxing it is rocky but n- none of the story and emotional impact that makes you really connect with it is there because you've already come to know Adonis and everything and now it takes a step back and it's like well he was a shitty kid and he had a bad attitude and he hung out with the wrong crowd and now him and the guy that is the wrong crowd is are going to box each other 20 years later and it, it, it's just not there And I I respect Jonathan Majors uh, and what he was doing with the character. And I I saw that there was an interview with him where he based this on uh, true experience because his stepfather was an ex-con that spent 15 years in prison. He was in juvenile detention himself. He knows what it's like and he brings that reality to the character. But it wasn't there after it was edited, and, and things that could have been there weren't. The emotional impact, like Apollo Creed taking Rocky under his wing and training him so that he can fight Clubber Lang and come back isn't there Rocky struggling to reach up and, and doing the best training and having his whole neighborhood believe in him and everyone lifting Rocky up to fight Apollo and and the whole crowd falling in love with Rocky because he stood his own isn't there or Rocky being a sole American in the middle of the USSR and fighting um uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren or uh, what's his name two uh, to to Ha to, Drago a uh, Drago. To Wait, the point where Rocky wins and winning over a country in single Are we
0: reviewing Rocky or are we
1: reviewing Creed? I'm it's so the confused. same as what I'm telling you, and Creed doesn't have it. But okay. if, if you don't... Because I still have a movie to review. <laughs> if, sorry, I thought oh this God. would be quick. If you don't absolutely love the Rocky movies, it's probably okay. But if you are fully invested and you've watched Rocky 2 three four five balboa creed one two this is not it this is the this is going back to the beginning and tied with the fifth for mm -hmm. being the worst entry in 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 all of it more boxing
0: beat-em-ups
1: but it is a it's a it's not a bad sports movie it's not a bad visual presentation it's just not a good movie
0: well there you go creed three it is in theaters right now. It's doing pretty well <laughs> Sorry, at the, I at the box office. So
1: passionate about Rocky, dude! I well, love. Clearly, Rocky. Thanks, thanks for the uh, so sub,
0: Night Alishly. Um Okay, well, I, I gotta, I gotta jump in and review uh, Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, uh, which is the new Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, like we talked about last week. Um, This movie was set to be released in 2022, but due to the fact that there was a big long scene where some bad guys in this movie were um, kind of Russo-Ukrainian, bad guy gangster folks, well, there's like a Russian-Ukrainian war kind of going on, and they were like, "Mm, maybe we shouldn't release this right now, so they pushed it back, STX was originally going to be releasing it, but then, uh, you know, STX got restructured in November of 22, and then it was supposed to just go through streaming services, but then it got scooped back up and uh, by Lionsgate and Lionsgate is like, no, we're actually going to distribute this in theaters. They gave it a theatrical release it's going to be hitting um, the UK on April seventh, which I think is going to clean house in the UK because it's a, it's Guy Ritchie, and uh, there's a lot of British uh, actors in this film, and then it's going to hit Amazon Prime later in April as well. So um, yeah, we're going to be talking about this movie, uh, Guy Ritchie. If you guys know Guy Ritchie, or followed his career. Um, you know, he kind of, sort of created a style there for a while in the um, early 90s or late 90s early 2000s like he was kind of this Wes Anderson of action capers there for like three movies he did like Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and then Snatch and then you know like Revolva and Rock and Rolla were kind of like him trying to desperately hang on to this formula that was starting to fall apart and then the man from Uncle he did like the screenplay for it and and it didn't really go anywhere it didn't it wasn't a bad movie no it's just nobody watched that movie and uh, unfortunately, that kind of drolled him a little bit. And then it wasn't until like Sherlock Holmes, or, or not Sherlock Holmes, that one had already come out. He got got back on the on the 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 horse, so to speak, with King Arthur. That didn't really take off. Aladdin was kind of a mess. And then the Gentleman was his sort of trying to get back into like, hey, this is a guy Ritchie movie in 2019. Um, and that movie was a little bit. Not necessarily ill received, but it got really mixed reviews.
1: It's done better as memes after the fact.
0: Yes. And
1: and like Facebook reels and whatever.
0: And then he did uh, Wrath of Man, which is another guy, Richie, or excuse me, Jason Statham. I, wa- I reviewed that on the show. Jason Statham is somebody that is, you know, OG Guy Ritchie, like Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch or like, you know, Guy Ritchie really helped put Jason Statham on. He was an up and comer back in the Lock, I think Stock they Days. they both helped each other. They did. They both helped each other. And uh, yeah, Wrath of Man was pretty good, but it wasn't that that Guy Ritchie signature sort of tongue in cheek, like the formula of those old Guy Ritchie movies that I think everybody wants that return is there's lots of fantastic characters there's lots of wit and quips and sort of um not necessarily dark comedy of errors and and all of this kind of stuff and operation fortune tries to capture all of that i will say that it felt a little flat at times like you know you've got some incredible characters that, that that they have created i mean jason statham plays you know orson fortune who's like Jason Statham, one last job, and do this thing I don't want to do, and uh, that 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 same old Jason Statham, which is. I'm not complaining about it, but it didn't really do anything new. You've got Carrie Ells, who I th- is kind of the you know the 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 B- Basil uh, or Basil or whoever the the Charlie's Angels, the Charlie's Angels that kind of comes in and goes. Here's the plan, and I'm the financier, and uh, sits back and has tea while everybody else does the dirty work.
1: Well, Charlie was the financier. Ba- Basil was just like the guy that
0: the organizer. Bosley,
1: that's the name yeah. you're looking for.
0: He's the organizer. And then you had Aubrey Plaza, who's like the person on the computer. Basil
1: His, was from Austin Powers. Austin
0: Powers, that's right. Um, and then you've got uh, Bugsy Malone playing a character, J.J., who was kind of the muscle, even though he was he was like the sniper muscle, where Jason Statham was like the, you know, he's the the blunt force muscle, uh, the, the the sexy muscle, you know, the leader muscle. But then J.J., this character fell really flat. I wanted more out of this character. Um, He felt like kind of Guy Ritchie tertiary fodder that could have been developed a little bit more. And then you've got Hugh Grant and Josh Hartnett. And the interesting thing is, is they really shined the most, but they were the most secondary of characters in this movie. Josh Hartnett played um, the character Danny, who is this. This actor that uh, you know, of course, is no, has no business being in the spy business, right? In the espionage business, but they need him to infiltrate this big bad guy's island, very similar to the Nick Cage film um, "Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent," where they're like, "All right, Nick Cage, you got to infiltrate this island because the celebrity just has a complete hard on for you, and you're our way in. So you got to roll with this." It's the same, the same shtick. Josh Hartnett's character is this actor, Hugh Grant is this major weapons dealer, just slimy slime ball, and it's so great seeing Hugh Grant be an asshole, um, because he was always an asshole, but for whatever reason in the 90s, we all thought that he was like the romantic comedy god, and um, he's actually a really funny dude, and I think he works way, way better as a villain and um much like in the gentleman but this he he's a, a more nefarious dastardly dan in this movie and his chemistry between him and josh are really fun to watch but the rest of it just is kind of a cut and paste caper there's a a case of weapon of mass destruction that that there's highest bidders and there there's a competing group that's trying to get it too, and this little ragtag team of you know mission impossible crew people are trying to outsmart the other one to get the weapon to the highest bidder and um ghost 971 says is it overtly gen z absolutely not um and in that case i thought it was very refreshing but it is just a, a point and click paint by numbers caper action comedy. And I felt like with Guy Ritchie, it should have gone in one of two directions farther, which be a little bit more violent and a little bit more maybe rated R in terms of, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, just, just cussing and fucking, you know, just do that just make it make it dirty, and because uh, that's what Guy Ritchie does. You know, it's it's real, it's rough, and it's gritty, like the gentleman was. But add that with a more comedic element, and I think that this would have been a stronger movie, a Guy Ritchie movie. Was it fun? Sure, there was great action sequences. Watching Jason Statham kick people's asses is incredibly fun. Um, yeah, because that's he, why
1: those straight to DVD movies are all actually pretty good.
0: What's the one? The 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 where he's the. Um, the uh, the guy Crank, he oh, yeah. has that, that Crank's fun. I mean, Jason Statham's pretty fun. One more job. It's always another job. Um, he, he, Carrie Carrie Ells is always great to watch. Aubrey Plaza, you know, Be Still My Beating Heart, and uh, Josh Hartnett, fantastic. Um, and Hugh Grant was hysterical. But even the sum of all those parts, I felt like maybe that's why I was a little disappointed because I was expecting so much out of this cast. Uh, they totally set it up for a sequel. I don't think it's really going to get one. It's not performing that amazingly, although the budget was what was the budget on this one? It was a fifty million dollar budget um, so far.
1: That's tiny for,
0: for an action film. Everyone involved in that. Yeah, a, world, a globe-trotting action film. Um, and as Vince said on Twitch, uh, read Aubrey Plaza couldn't save it. I don't necessarily think it needed saving. I think that it was just trying to pull itself in too many directions. And again, it's kind of a tired formula. Like the action caper is really just kind of, you know, you look at movies like Mission Impossible where the story is not great, but you've got big major power players behind it. You've got a cast and you've got this unlimited budget to do stunts that are going to make your face melt.
1: I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, well, the Mission Impossible stories I was about to say, they're they're not not great. But I realized the thing about a Mission Impossible movies is that they're so convoluted and hard to follow. It doesn't matter because the point is... That you could see Tom Cruise do sick shit, or
0: run off a roof and break his ankle and keep running, and you know that that really happened, or or hold on to the side of a of a of, of a plane taking off and mm-hmm. really doing it, and you know that. But but the formula is 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 kind of a very weak formula, and I like capers, I like whodunits, I like the, those kind of just they're popcorny and and fun, um, and and this one was all of those things, but I wanted more of it given its pedigree, that it didn't quite deliver. Well, I say don't go see it? Absolutely not. I think it's a fun theater if you got an afternoon, especially an afternoon matinee. Check it out. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed, but I don't think you're going to be like, yeah, that was awesome. There's no bullet train. You know, I think oh. if, if so, you're wanting a comparable.
1: Both of our movies were about the same then. It's, it's something where it's like you can watch it and you might not have a bad time, but it's not the best example of what it could have been.
0: Um, Ghost uh, nine seven one on Twitch asked, tried to please too many people, maybe, um, possibly. I feel like it may have had a different edit because of it getting pushed back to not piss off like you know the Ukrainians. Um, can, and go ahead.
1: Can Bullet Train just be our like our mark of quality from uh, now uh, on
0: of, of an action caper that you think's gonna suck that turns out to be really rad? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I just. Yeah. It just felt very bland at the end of the day so um but i i'm glad i saw it I, I mean i i if you want an action movie if you don't if you want something that's not a freaking marvel movie he, he, here it's it's just as satisfying as a marvel movie and I, I don't that's not a very high bar for me you can go but, in knowing nothing yeah this one. i would i would absolutely see this in lieu of any new marvel movie coming out so uh, there you go. It's got action. It's got guns. It's got jokes. It's got one less jobs. It's got Aubrey Plaza. It's got bad guys that are cooler than the bad guys in Ant-Man. It's got it's better than a Marvel movie, honestly, uh, but it doesn't mean in, that that makes it amazing. So <clears throat> anyway, that's that movie. That's all the time I have to review movies. It's now time for the box office. we got to wrap this thing up. Um, And as Ghost says on Twitch, I guess you need to watch Bullet Train. Uh, Don't be looking at my screen, Jake. And... uh, so uh, we're going to shift over And the last segment we do on the show Is the box office roundup Which is the top 10 movies in America Jake's going to tell you what they earned And we only give you domestic numbers Because that's the ones that movie studios pay attention to To green light things So uh, except for maybe a movie like Operation uh, Fortune Because that is a European film Like Guy Ritchie's a British director It's kind of technically a British film So depending on how that looks in the European market Is where whether or not we're going to see more of those So anyway Number 10, take it away, Jay.
1: All right, coming in at number 10 uh, in its fifth week of release, can you believe it lasted past the minimum of two? Uh, 80 for Brady brought in just under $900,000 this last week, bringing its domestic total up to over $38 million uh, in the United States. So how about for it? for Brady. Uh, coming in at number nine, uh, Rough on this one. Four weeks out, Magic Mike's Last Dance brought in 1.1 million. Its domestic total is barely over 25. It
0: got dropped from over 1,100 theaters last week. That is a huge drop in theaters.
1: Who would have thought that a, a movie's franchise would take in so How little? How did
0: 80 for Brady make outperform? some uh, for Magic Mike? You yeah. know, that's wild. It, yeah. Wild.
1: Uh, and then number eight, uh, 11 weeks out and now available on home video. You can go purchase this on physical media, but it's still in the theater, still outperforming a couple of movies like Magic Mike Puss in Boots, Last Wish, two and three quarter million dollars. in it's 11th week, bringing in 177 million total uh, and now it's available for home video, and you can you can buy it and watch it to your heart's content. I've heard nothing but good things. It's about good. This I movie. saw it. I we, yeah. I reviewed it on this show. Everybody, I, I have people walking up to me. And they're like, "Have you watched Puss in Boots? It's amazing." I hate animated movies, and it's so good. So people people like it. Uh, and then opening at number seven, the movie that you just reviewed, not a good opening. Operation Fortune, three point one million in the United States is its opening weekend take. Rough.
0: Only in twenty one hundred theaters though, so still the number one movie is in four thousand theaters.
1: Just uh put it and, perspective and there. in just barely more than twenty one hundred theaters and its twelfth week out. Uh coming in at number six, Avatar Way of Water, three point six five million dollars. Its domestic total is well over six hundred and seventy million.
0: It's a lot of freaking money, Avatar.
1: Yep. Uh, third largest movie of all time. The only thing that stands in front of it is Avengers Endgame and the original Avatar. It just beat out Titanic after Titanic's anniversary run. Put it back in the third spot. Uh, and then in its second week out from Lionsgate, uh, coming in number five, Jesus Revolution, $8.6 million, Its domestic total, thirty point five. million. Um, and then for all the weebs out there, like this fella. Yeah, like me. In its opening week, F brought to you by Crunchyroll, uh, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, uh, to the Swordsmith Village. $10.1 million. That's
0: a lot of money.
1: Pretty incredible to see uh, an anime movie outperform Avatar. A lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a brand new Guy Ritchie movie. Something that like a Western audience would have a lot more mm. familiarity with. So, uh, Weebs and... And it's per theater average
0: was big. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's only in 1,700 theaters. Mm -hmm. And it outperformed six other large release movies in the top 10. I mean... Per screen, it outperformed Ant-Man. It performed all but three other movies in the theaters. So, really, uh, 50, 75, however many movies are out in the world right now. Thanks for the Weeb modes, Vince. Um, But, yeah. So, Demon Slayer out there slaying other movies. Uh, And then... In its second week out, dropping down to number three, Cocaine Bear, $11 million brought in this last week. Its domestic total is now 41.4 and finally knocked down from number one. Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, out in its third week, only brought in $12.8 million. <laughs> only. Uh, so- only. And,
0: and, well, and it's another 60% drop. Disney is
1: Yeah, they're not happy about it, but it made plenty of money. It has $187 million. Uh, They got their budget back. They made money. It's just not the Marvel money they're used to seeing.
0: Vince over on Twitch, hit us with that greed emote because I know you've got it now. Yeah,
1: evil Disney and and the greed. Uh, (laughs) Piss off, Vince. (laughs) And then uh, number one movie, uh, opening strong at number one. You got Creed 3 um, carrying the franchise up to the top of those Philadelphia stairs uh, and pushing over the Rocky statue because Creed don't need it apparently. Um, 58.37 million dollars brought in by Creed 3. I don't see it stay in that high though so i think they need to ride that one well i
0: mean you've got two big movies coming out uh this weekend so you know it's going to be it's going to be tough this weekend at the box office to see what kind of floats to the top uh as Vince says over on Twitch just now in Fathom Event News My Neighbor Totoro 35th anniversary which is a fantastic movie uh is May 25th 6th 27th through the uh, 20th and 29th and then Spirited Away another Hayao Miyazaki masterpiece which uh live on stage um that's not what I expected to read from that April 23rd and April 27th. I how do the to...
1: parents turn into pigs
0: live on stage? No face like eat that frog guy. Yeah. And how does uh, no face do anything?
1: Uh, 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 uh. How does he get bait? I know your name, it's Goko River.
0: And um yeah, anyway
1: like yeah, I want like the eating scene where everybody oh that's so disgusting where the parents, the parents? Turn, yeah it's, yeah
0: it's terrifying.
1: <laughs> and then she visits them later on and they've just turned into the pigs and and you know.
0: how do you how do you live on stage the little dust balls the little oh, soot, soot sprites balls? yeah soot sprites the little me 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 me's and then they got their little like star candies that they were so happy about that movie's I don't know. so good. I love Miyazaki. I Spirited
1: Away is is super dope tops. Yeah. The only thing better than that is Pom what?
0: Yeah, dude, Tanuki nut sacks. No. Yeah. I mean, Princess Mononoke is pretty badass. Yeah. Spirited Away is pretty badass. Howl's yeah. Moving Castle is pretty badass. Yeah.
1: Howl's Moving Castle is
0: I don't know. I Kiki's Delivery Service is pretty pretty great.
1: You're on to something.
0: I really like that.
1: Castle so. of Cagliostro.
0: That's also pretty good.
1: Lupin the third
0: uh, anyway all right well that's it that's all the time we got for for the show before we just really start talking about anime and uh, cuz
1: oh this is this ain't anime this is ghibli That's a it's a flavor of anime ghibli's like its own thing
0: oh okay you just keep giving yourself excuses there to dog and uh yeah. Anyway, well, we'll be back next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever it is you like to like and subscribe. We are on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. We do recommend Twitch. It's a fun experience. You can get um, that. There is no, okay. Ghost says, "What's wrong with anime?" I don't think there's anything wrong with it. This guy thinks that uh, he's too afraid of liking. Oh, anime. the
1: guy that holds the degree in in Japanese history and well, language. You say and like and I don't have stuff. one
0: either. You don't have the ones that I got. I've got a degree in Asian history with an emphasis on Japan. I got,
1: bam, got three what? You don't have three degrees? Yeah. Bring them up here. Let's let's. <laughs> you know what the university <laughs> sent, sent me? They were printed on pages like this, and they were folded in the oh, mail, course. and they were like, "Good job, giving us tens of thousands, thousands. of dollars, and Idiot. now you have tens of thousands of more." Thanks, dumbass. Good luck with the career. <laughs>
0: Uh, But anyway, so like and subscribe. Um, If you want to get involved in the chat that you've heard us referencing, you got to tune in Monday nights, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, and get in there. But you can just download the audio version of this wherever it is you subscribe to podcasts. So all kinds of fun. Just search for the Drive-In Speakerbox podcast. There's a hyphen in Drive-In, and Speakerbox is all one word. So with that said, we're going to get out of here. We will see you guys next week. Um, might go see 65. I might go see Scream. I don't know what I'm gonna see. Uh, thanks, Movie Albert on Twitch. Enjoyed, enjoyed your enjoyment. So uh, we will see you guys later. And uh, Jake, anything else? Party on! All right, later, dudes. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.